Kid, I can't believe you said that about aliens. But anyway, <laughs> we're live. We did it. What's up, guys? Episode. What are we on? Are we on twenty yet? We are on episode. I'm gonna 19, get. We're on episode 20. nineteen. Okay. But um, guys, we're in the new building. We got a new backdrop. Everything is fucking coming together. Rob was Hi. furious when he walked in here today. But um, our guest today, <laughs> our guest today. Um, so army captain, <laughs> you were a commander. For what was seven seventeen? I was. I'm yep. fu- I got numbers in my head right now. <laughs> um, she holds the world record for the fastest mile run in a complete bomb suit, which we're gonna get into. Um, she has a new thing, the human resource, a, a human performance project that we're gonna get into right now. She serves our country. She's dope as fuck. And yes, I'm cussing, ladies and gentlemen. Katie Hernandez. Katie. Thank you for coming this early, too. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Somebody, somebody was like, Vinny, because they changed the time from 1. Wait, wait, what time? Yeah, we normally go at like, 4. Yeah. And they were like, change it. And we had to change it. And then they're like, dude, she's going to have to be here early. I go, she's in the army, bro. She's probably low crawling to the goddamn gym right now. I think it was harder for you and I to be here I, on time than bro, it was for And they're her. doing construction right now. Did you, did you hit the construction? I left my house, which is two miles away. I'm not even bullshitting, bro. I'm two miles away. It took me 30 minutes. I, I went off road and I was going like, no way. Uh, do not enter. And people were like, hey, I'm like, fuck that. I'm late. Yeah, it's South Florida. Yeah. And it goes back to what we were talking about because I think we did talk about it once. Rob, Rob is a good driver, but you're an aggressive driver. I think you have to be. It's survival in South Florida. In Florida, it's go for I've it. never, it's so weird because across this state, Katie, you're from this area, right? I'm from Buffalo. Oh, Buff- from Buffalo. Oh, Bills fan? Yeah, I'm okay. a Bills fan. All right. The <laughs> other side of the state, it's the same state, but the people over there drive 20 miles below the speed limit, and everybody here in Miami is on cocaine and drives 20 miles above the speed limit. Same state, two hours away. And it's complete chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. No, it's not. Are you? Are you a crazy driver? Wait. Because we talked about <laughs> the the grandmother driver. We talked about the crazy. Where? Where? Yeah, where so do you, what's worse? Well, no, yeah, what's worse? But who are you? Who do people? I'm. I'm definitely the crazy driver. Oh Jesus I'm, Christ! <laughs> so I had to adopt that though. Moving down to South Florida because he's right. It's survival of the fittest yes. down here. If you don't keep up with they're everybody, gonna, you're, you're dead. dead. Yeah. So Katie, for people that you know, don't. But they're gonna know you now. But give us a brief. Uh, like description, a little bit about your background, about your your past, your where you're at, and so people could know. All right, so I grew up in Buffalo, New York, around oh. snow, um, and I joined the military about ten years ago. So I've been ten years now. Um, the military has been very good to me. I've lived everywhere from Hawaii, Richmond, Virginia, North Florida, South. So these Florida. are station station bases. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So you're stationed here, obviously. Yeah, I'm stationed here. I'm a uh, ROTC instructor at Florida Atlantic University. So right now teaching the next generation. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So you're giving back? Yeah. uh, They teach me patience. And I think that is karma for how I was as a cadet in ROTC. So ROTC, this is high school kids that are trying to become... Yeah, so college kids, and so they're just figuring out their way in life and becoming young adults, and they'll commission after four years and be officers in the military. Got you. You you realize... All my friends are like, Vinny, so is my brother. Wear a fucking military. I go, bro, she's around the f- green and shit all the time. But I did wear a bomber. <laughs> Natalia, come it. on. Which no, is appropriate. This is appropriate because yes. you're the bomb chick. I just yep. realized that. <laughs> I didn't plan that, Robert. Where'd you get that? It's a bombardier. I, I, I got it. I, let's look at the back of it. It's, it's nice. It's bombardier, <laughs> bro. I swear to no, God. No, it's legitimate. I, like, you can't like go, it. hey, I I'm having it. a military guest on. I'm going to go on Amazon and, and buy that. Yeah, and that I, is legitimate. And I got my dog tags. Like, yo, I'm, this is all. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't realize it's a bombardier jacket, which is yeah. sick. But anyway, um, so Katie, so I have a bunch of questions. But as a, besides just, you know, joining the Army, what, what makes you, as a woman, Go, you know what? Because you're a bomb technician. So, like, and like, have you seen the movie Speed? <laughs> yes. So you're the type of person that'd be like, back, get the red wire. Like, you'd be, you'd be the person that would be like, everybody be losing their shit. You'd be like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's the red one clip, and then we all die. But what, what makes you, what makes anybody, Katie, go, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. My, the, my initial thing I let you answer was, did you see like a 4th of July accident where somebody blew off their hand and you're like, that's never going to happen on my watch. I'm going to tell you guys right now. 
bombs. <laughs> well, so I, what was your I, I think you know, D Tech's inherently growing up, they love pyrotechnics, fire, things yeah. that go boom. Um, so it kind of just fell into my lap. And uh, yeah, I think if you're not doing things in life that make your heart race, uh, you're not living a fulfilled life. So that's how gotcha. I got into what, that. Do, do, do you remember like the moment that? So wait, so were your were your your brothers and sisters? I have a younger sister and older brother. And what if they're not, none of them military? My brother's military. What branch? Uh, Army. Army, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, because right, you're, you, because you, did you go to uh, college before? Yep. You joined? Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. So for you guys that don't know, there's enlisted, mm -hmm. which me, Eric, you know, we, you know, people, they don't, we have to salute everybody. So <laughs> basically, if she was out, Rob, ain't walking anywhere in uniform, we have to walk by her and we have to give her the salute. And listen, people just go, Ugh. nobody gives a shit. It's just like, <laughs> we're just we're just in the mix. Those people, but I mean, you've been through the, obviously you've been through the shit. So what, so your brothers and what does your sister do? She sells real estate. She, me and her are very opposite. Yeah. Uh, growing up, she wanted to be a stay-at-home and have a bunch of kids and that's her thing, so. Yeah, that's, I, and I was just gonna ask you, uh, so in today's climate, with every, everything, Everything shift, everything shifting from, you know, masculinity to feminism. What what is your what is your take on like this modern day feminism movement? Okay, what do you think? that's a great question. Thank so. you, <laughs> Adam. Actually, Adam Sostek told yeah, me yesterday, Vinny, because I asked him, I go, Adam, because I have a bunch of questions. I go, which one? He's like, ask her that one. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. I just had this talk with my female cadets, um, and I, I like to have a one-on-one, -on -one, no phones, no anything, just meet at them and gotcha. have like a real talk. Mm -hmm. And so, cause what I've been seeing lately um, is females still tend to pull, I call it pulling the female card. Okay. Um, so they use that as an excuse. Oh, um, and give me an example of like pulling the female so card. So they can't keep up with runs. They can't hold their own weight. They rely on their male counterparts to kind of compensate for their, their deficiencies. Um, so I told them like, we're not going to do that here. At, even at, in my organization, uh, we're going to be better than that. So mm -hmm. you're going to meet the standard, and then you're going to find a way to surpass it. Gotcha. If you want to be respected as a woman, um, I mean, there is differences. Men and women, uh, there just is. Hundred biology. Yeah. We didn't come up with it. It just is what the fuck it is. You know right. I mean? And so being a female in a very dominated world, I was a commander of all males. Yeah. Um, there's kind of like this dog sniffing dog, like when you first come into a unit yeah, and yeah. checking each other out. And I'll tell you, like being physically fit and being able to hang and, you know, outrun them. That was one of the fastest ways to gain the that's respect. So like, I think that's so badass because like because when I was when I was in the uh, Air Force, like we didn't like, they kind of kept everybody separated. You know what I mean, there was our our things and obviously but we didn't we didn't really have to go against anybody but you, are you going up against anybody because i mean you're in the in the bomb squad type situation how many females are doing what you're doing so it actually um females being let into the bomb squad is more of the i think it started in 19 late 1980s early 1990s so it's more of a recent thing that gotcha. females were in, integrated at all mm -hmm. um but yeah very small percentage are actually eod techs that's crazy yeah. have you been have you been uh deployed anywhere yet like overseas or yep. anything like that uh, i was deployed to afghanistan oh. um for nine months and how was that uh, what was that like it was it was what it was i mean uh, there wasn't too much going on when i went uh just being honest but a lot of what we do we do a lot of traveling for the president of the united states so we have a lot of potus uh v potus missions uh we travel anywhere they go there's an eod team that goes with them with them and other uh, there's a pre-team that goes before to yep. make sure that's so that's crazy. People have to understand, like, you're there to make sure there's no bombs. Like, how many do you guys, you guys come with the dogs and you guys have all the situations? So for us, we'll usually get attached to, like, the Secret Service or somebody that has canine capabilities. And for us, we have the mission of finder function. So if the president is staying in a certain room, we're going in the room, we're turning on lights, looking into the ceiling, wow. pulling out drawers. Anything he would do, we would, would do before him. That is so bad. Have you ever found a bomb? No, <laughs> no, 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 no situations. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and I think, yo, I think it kind of be like an exciting situation. It's like, oh shit, we got, got one. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, there's a bomb. They're like, shut the hell up. Katie's like, I'm so sorry. You're like taking photos. Like, Selfie. Yeah. You're just Instagramming bombs. Like, hey, bomb, bitch. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. What's the training like? Because I can't, like, how do you, they train you to know what wires to cut and to do all that? Because if, I mean, 
if you fuck up in our job of training and a joke goes the wrong way at an open mic, yeah. you Cancel. don't die. Yeah. But with your training, if you cut the wrong wire, it's over. So, like, how long do you train for and what is the training process? Yeah, so our motto is initial success or total failure, which is appropriate. Oh, wow. And uh, so when you're going through the nine-month school in Aglin, Florida, they really hone in on that. And when you mess up, um, you fail. So first going through school, um, if you make one mistake, it's a 16 point hit on any test you're taking and passing is an 85. So they really drive home one mistake and you're done. done. Um, and it's about nine months and they, it's, it's just drinking from a fire hose the entire time. And you know, the crazy thing about our job is a lot of it is up to the bomb maker's discretion. So the creativity of whoever's making that bomb. So for an EOD tech, having a mind that can like try to think like a bomb yeah. maker, um, that's what they look for. Because, okay, because some of, the, well, most, I, I don't know how many of them would be homemade, but nobody's going to make a bomb the same way. They're going to try and change it so they can right. trick you so that it can't be diffused. Exactly. And when you're overseas, um, the enemy will be watching and sometimes they don't wow. even hide. They'll just stand there like this and they'll just watch and see what you're doing and they'll be like, okay, so he's going to do this and he's going to approach from this angle. Next time I'm going to make a bomb that's going to defeat that particular uh, oh, TTP. Wow. Yep. Wow. Do you like, because I mean, and uh, like, cause when I was in the military, I was a, you know, cop and security forces Everybody, we'd always mess around with like magazines being upside we, we'd fuck around all the time is there any game playing like because like with like with the guns we'd mess around we'd like loosen <laughs> yeah. up yeah. That's, i mean <laughs> i'm saying you're going uh, guns like, you're talking about you're messing yeah, around like, yeah, with guns I mean, not, not look we, we were safe ish <laughs> like I, I i always wonder like in the in the bomb world do you guys ever play like little pranks like like when john picks up that and go pop like nothing like Crazy, oh, but like yeah. smoke comes up. Do you guys fuck with each other? Oh yeah, I got glitter bombed as a company yes. commander. Yeah, I hate glitter. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times, but um, yeah, no. As a company commander, you know, I'd walk downstairs and all the guys would just be making IEDs, That's you know, crazy. in their workshop and like they they're they're the scary ones. Oh my god! <laughs> so they're making the bombs. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're upstairs and they mess up building the bomb <laughs> is it like a big enough bomb that it'll fuck up the whole building and you could die so when we're when they're making the bombs they're making it for training purposes so for other eod techs to run and see if they can um you know outsmart that bomb um and so there's not really actually explosives there's okay. there's penalties like noise penalties and stuff that when you hear it you know but okay wow. yeah Dude, i wouldn't trust anybody in the unit or i'd have that smoke thing to make sure there's no wires to trip and shit i wouldn't trust anybody like and I, I'm, I'm gonna get into relationships and stuff imagine dating somebody that's a bomb chick i'd be like dude fuck the your like gender reveal might be like she's like and the, whole, the whole fucking house comes down and you're like they're like you're like boy or girl like we couldn't see shit katie you killed everybody nana's in the tree your grandmother's hey, like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's what, so, so going back, so, so I'll come back to the, okay. the feminism. Uh, I, I, I'm very interested. The, the world record for a mile in a bomb suit, and I think the bomb suit, Katie's like, what, almost 90 pounds, right? It's 84 pounds, yeah. Uh, okay, 84 pounds. I always round up, especially when it's, when it's cooler. <laughs> Guys, go, go to the gym. Next time you go to the gym, grab an 80. I'll, I'm going to downsize just to show them. Grab an 80-pound dumbbell. Put that bitch in a backpack and just jog from here to like <clears throat> where the water fountain is. It's no, it's like two midgets on your back that just <laughs> ate at a buffet. That's heavy or little people, whatever. I'm not gonna get in trouble. And then, so Katie, what? Couple questions. So you broke the world record, and how long ago? Two. It was about a year ago. That's gangster. How did and, you know that that was a world record? Okay, so um, my friend Ashley, she had actually broken the record before me, and okay. she was a friend of mine. We were stationed in Hawaii together. Friends, friends, Katie. Yeah, or like, yeah, no, she's like my girl. Homies. She's okay, my girl. Okay. Um, yeah, we played rugby together and everything else. Fucking um, girl plays rugby, dude. Like, <laughs> Jesus, we're gonna go, go. This is fucking awesome. So there is a, a British female that had the record before her, and so when we were in Hawaii, I believe it was like 2016. I remember her breaking it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, good for you, Ashley. Yeah. You know. And then time went by, and fast forward to last year, and I started seeing some things on social media, like, anybody interested in going out for this record? And yeah. I was like, you know what? 
It's time to take it from Ashley. It's been a few oh, years. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, yo, and the kid, I saw it. She was at the... Yep, she was there. The, yo, yo, and that, can you bring up the, 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 the one where she's starting off the race? I, I put two, three pictures there. Rob, can you imagine this? Her friend, who <clears throat> has the record, is there watching her go for the record. As much as she's like... Come on, Katie. You know in her head, she's like, I want you to trip, bitch. <laughs> Fucking get dehydrated and crap. Katie, I love you. Your, your, your form is good. I hate her hair. Her hair bothers me in the suit. But uh, yeah, can we show the, because these screens are off, but can you show the? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, because the screen is off, but I definitely want to show Katie. So the first one is her running in this suit. If you guys don't know what a bomb suit is, it's that green. And yo, Katie, like, is it impenetrable? With any bullets or any ammunition? Yeah, so it's Kevlar. So, Got you. Um, and how it's designed is there's a metal plate that runs from the base of your spine and your neck um, you. all the way down to your tailbone. And actually when you're facing a bomb, when you're trying to walk away from it, you actually walk backwards for a designated amount of space. Got you. And that way, if the bomb were to go off, yeah. um, you don't bend and fold backwards Jeez. and break your spine. Got so you. it. If you're on top of something, it doesn't matter. Um, oh, so you it, could, you, you're you going to blow the, up. What, oh, so if a grenade, let's say, if, uh, could not, if a grenade's 10 feet away from you, 10 feet, they, the, yeah, you'd the, probably the, be the fine. Blast, blast radius is like what, seven you'd, yards? You'd probably be fine. You're, okay, and, really? and that's soon. Yeah, so. Pipe bomb. It, it depends how yeah. much explosives, what kind of material um, the bomb's made out of. Anyway, the, the suit is more of just the. Uh, as safe as possible. We always gotcha. try to go as safe as possible. Gotcha. Um, initially sending dogs or robots or something like that. And those and dogs, are like, pff, number one, I'm a huge dog lover, not a big uh, cat guy, but those dogs are fucking amazing. My brother trains still bomb dogs, and, you know, they that dog's goal in life, you're putting... <laughs> Find the bomb. I don't think the dog really knows what he's doing. Like, like the dog didn't wake up one day and well, listen, fuck these toys, bombs, and because they're actively going for the bomb. Well, that's why there's no cats that are bombs. Like the cats, they're too smart. They're, smart. they're like, no, fuck you, I ain't doing that. Cats are like, no, 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 you go, no, no, yeah, yeah, go ahead, I'm go ahead. Stay yeah. here and lick my asshole. You yeah. go and find the bomb. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, yeah, no, no, yeah, go, yeah. Yeah, bombed. <laughs> anyway, so yo, this is a picture. So, okay, this is you mid-run or are you done? So your, your mask could be off? Yeah, so the mask was off, um, and everything that I did was how previous records were set. They have to, everything has to be the same. Um, so this is actually me training at Fort Campbell. Um, every time I run, I always had to have a crew with me. This is not something you can do by yourself. Did, I was going to say, because like, I saw once you're done, Katie, it's off. Take everything off. Oh, yeah, and like, so my first sergeant would run with me, John, and, you know, we'd be done, and I'd be like tapping out, and he'd be like oh, ripping oh, it off. Yeah, yeah. Did, you ever faint? did you ever faint in it? No, um, but there was some. There were some tough days. They're very close. Yeah. They're fucking good on. And then this is this. So Katie, this is you. This is post, training. Post this training is, done. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one. Um, this is her. And wh where was this? Where was this? Uh, this was where is this? Near West Virginia. Um, so this was a college that we had to find during COVID that oh would let us go. Wow. So you broke this shit during COVID. Yeah. Gangster. <laughs> and then Kate, and then uh. Uh, so wait, so the, the guy Sean Matson, what was his, do you, do you know his sign? So Sean Matson, good friend of mine, um, he called me actually, it was like the night before, and yeah. he was like, I can't do it. Um, Shut up. So it was like, med it was medical, um, okay. but yeah. And Diarrhea so, for yeah. anybody else. You can't <laughs> um, shit in a bomb suit. Yeah, I, I still give him some crap. Um, obviously getting that phone call the night before and be like, you're not running it too, because he was going for the mail record, which gotcha. is something like 7.15. Holy shit. Yeah, the mail record is no joke. Dude, the average mail normal mile is like nine, ten minutes by itself. It's insane. Holy shit. Yeah, Sean's gone out. He had tried twice previously. Wow, yeah. that's bananas. So that's, dude, that's. That's so saying, Katie. Just just to show you guys a little bit of who what Katie does, just chilling in her spare time. Go to the go to one of her shooting a gun. Look at how badass. Let me say this to you. <laughs> this is one of those photos, Katie, where somebody goes, the cameraman goes, let me show you. And you go, I don't know. Who, you could be a fucking serial killer. Send me that picture right now. Here's my address. Yeah. Here's my phone number. I'm an A positive blood type. I vote Republican. I would let. 
What? Where was? Where were you training for this picture? Uh, this was actually during the tactile games. Um, I have had one partnered event. Uh, that was a funny event. I realized that I will never go partner again. Um, oh really? Like, <laughs> yeah. I think when you're going into a competition where it's like lifting and shooting guns, you have to be on the same mentality as your partner. 100%. So if you're not both there to compete, yeah. uh, so mm. from now on, so next year I'll be making my elite individual debut during the tactile games. So I'm really excited for that. That's mm. sick. And then, and then I have one. Katie, like, show Katie just just holding weights. Natalia, please. Okay, first of all, she's just out in the wilderness. Like, just she, like the rest of us wake up and we're like, coffee and traffic. Katie's like, you know what? I'm just gonna grab 135 pounds and just fucking clean it, throw it. And then where, where is this? Is this at your house? This is at my coach's house. Um, yeah, he opened up his garage to like three or four of us during uh, COVID and we just stayed there. You just literally worked out. Like you you are not fucking around. It's just a grunt style I garage. I love it. Yeah. And then where's the, there's one video I have of you, Katie, where, uh, Katie, how much weight is on this? Because this is, this is a clean this, this is, a press. is a press. Look at okay, hold on. Let's just, just Rob. Look, One, you, two, three, Rob, four, watch, five, Rob. Six, look at seven. it. You can tell from the shaking, and then look at. I, I think you were kind of surprised because this is your personal <laughs> best. Right? She's like, holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. I wanna, I, it'd be funny. It'd be funny if he was just like this. No, Katie, one more, because I was recording me. I fucking hate that. It's like you idiot. You had one job to do. But Katie, that's sick. So, so oh, and that's Katie. Look, and look, all the craziness and all the everything. This is. Katie professional and mm -hmm. doing that. And you know what's crazy? You would never, you in uniform, you wouldn't tell. But when Dave, Dave Villar, who, uh, who introduced us, who's our only audience member. Dave, make some Hi noise Dave. so people can hear you. Hello, Dave. Look at that live audience <laughs> with one person. But uh, yeah, he brought me in. I mean, awesome, cool. I, 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 didn't go, I didn't go into depth. I didn't go this far, but you'd never, you could never, What's the judge a book by the reading it? Or what the hell is that saying? Yes, that's exactly it. Don't Robert, judge a book you know, by how you, you read it. You know I love Rob? Rob is never a guy that's like, yeah, idiot. Because I love, everybody has, you have that, that one funny. friend that ruins things. Like, you know what they say? Two buckets and tears. You know what I'm talking about. And then you go, no, but I kind of. Uh -huh. yeah, 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 got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We got it. And you're just like, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. But anyway, so, so okay, going back to uh, the masculinity, I, this is me personally, I feel and we were talking about it a little bit earlier about, I think there's a movement, like Andrew Tate is a prime example of like, he just said, let men be men and it's okay guys. If it's okay to be trans, it's okay to be gay, it's okay to be a little person, midget, whatever the hell, I'm not, they're not gonna come after me. It's like, uh, what, what I feel like it's, they're going after us, it's, it's taboo to be a man anymore. I kind of feel the movement is to make us less powerful because if God forbid there's a revolution or the overpopulation is a real, real big problem. What do you, what do you see it, and then what do you see it in the military okay, as this it's happening? Is also, a great topic. Give me some. So, like, Let's fucking go. Okay, so if there's something that irks me is I feel as though men are losing their masculinity. And it's not just military, it's just overall, there's something that is being lost, and I don't know if it's a drop in testosterone or something's going on. So when I was going through ROTC, everyone, all the guys wanted to go combat arms. Women couldn't even go combat arms. Like, there was this drive to go infantry and ranger and do all these special kick-down-the-door type of things. Mm -hmm. Now, I asked my cadets what they want to do. Finance, logistics, uh, sit, sit behind a desk. <laughs> I have had uh, multiple conversations where I'm just like, all right, guys, what's the deal? Wow, really? And it's they just have a different mentality nowadays. And, you know, like during PT when I'm trying to push them and, you know, I'm trying to inspire them, sometimes they, if I feel like they don't care. And what is it? Like, Katie, Katie, do you, like, I, I think it's a culmination of things, like a combo, but do you think it's the food? Do you think it's that? Because, I'm, listen, I'm 44. It's time for me to start. Like, I'm getting tired now. I could, my drive, dude, in my 20s, even early 30s, I would see girls. I, like, I would catch myself just like, <laughs> like, a, like a gorilla, like an ape. I'm obviously getting older. It starts to diminish. But, like, do you th what, where do you think this is coming from? And why, why are they pushing it? I, I really feel as though society is making it acceptable for men to just kind of wallflower and just kind of be a little lazy and just kind of just, you know, not be like a gentleman and not be like that old school mentality. Um, that's, it's gone. And your parents, <laughs> do you no, think, oh, sorry. No, okay, kid, don't ever apologize, question, get it. Do you think um, women today, because they are a little bit more on the masculine side, um, that's also affecting the way men are being more masculine? Like in the sense of, uh, 
oh, well, it's already done, taken care of by a woman, so like men aren't really needed at that point. Do you think that has a, an effect on that? Uh, potentially. Um, I, I just think it's also generational. Um, like I said, when I was, uh, you know, back back in my day. Back, <laughs> she's, she's fucking like 29. Like back in my day, ten, a year ago. Yeah, it was just like men were competitive and they wanted to be, you know, better, faster, stronger. Mm -hmm. They wanted to be a man, right. grow beards and smoke cigars and drink whiskey. And now <laughs> society is kind of stripping them of that. So, you know, and, and mind you, like, and like like Natalia, obviously very attractive, strong girl. She has her opinions and strong. like and you're, I love yeah. Look, look at guns works out. <laughs> and like like a girl like you can't like rock because I want to get into relationships. Are you are you you're, you're dating somebody? Yeah, I am dating someone. Now, okay, so that type of what a girl a woman like you are you going? Do you go? I, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen any pictures. But like, is he a is he like a CrossFit guy like you? Is he is he like what? Because some I what's see. Your I, I know, what's, what's your type? What's your type? Yeah, what's your type, Katie? Like, I'm all like, so Katie. Um, yeah, so what's your what, what's what's your type? What's your relationship? How'd you guys meet? Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll preface this with saying it is hard to find a balance in relationships for me. Yeah. Um. So I am bisexual too. Okay. Um, so whether it's a man or a woman, just trying to find a good balance of someone that can support me, that you know wants to cheer me on. You would be surprised in relationships how often people want to kind of dim your light a little bit, yeah. and uh, that stemming from insecurities or whatever. And that's really a main reason why a lot of my relationships haven't worked out. Really? Um, how long yeah. have you been with this guy? Uh, a couple months. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, question: Because yeah. you said bisexual, have, have now. Is he's he's totally you obviously that's something that you say off the rip. Yes. Okay. Um and that's something that I learned. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. because if you wait for whatever reason, sometimes people have very strong opinions on of it. Course. And you don't want to be in a relationship before they express, you know, yeah. their strong opinions. Like yeah. I've been broken up with because of it. Shut up. Yeah. I, 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 I can, like I can imagine <clears throat> you're on a date and you haven't told the person, and he's like, Wow, look at her hair. And you're like, yeah, but look at her ass. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but what's even weirder is a guy heard that and went, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of into girls, too. I'd be like, I kind of want to marry you now. See, now, I get it if it's the other way around. Like, if we're out at dinner and you're like, so tell me about yourself. And I'm like, well, I'm bisexual. I get why a woman would go, uh, uh, no, thanks. I'm good on that. But... For a guy to yeah. go and hear that a woman's bisexual and go, oh, I'm not into that. Yeah. That's so weird. It is very, yeah, yeah. Katie, Katie do that's you a very care if your partner was bisexual, if they were bisexual, like the guy? Um, I think uh, that'd be a discussion. Okay. You know, I think... Like one of those, that, one where the leg folds up, you're like, we're going to have to have a little chat about you and Jeremy. Can like, <laughs> we well, we got to talk. I listened to Adam's that's podcast, and you guys had uh, a guy named Destiny on. Yes. And Destiny... Hey, a guy, his name is Destiny. His name is yes. Destiny. And you're exactly. like, say less! <laughs> and Destiny said... That three percent of the time that he has sex, it's with a man, but he's not gay. Okay. And I, for me, I go, and maybe I'm old school, or maybe I'm weird, but I hear if you have sex with a man, I go, that sounds a little gay, to me. <laughs> right? Like yeah. that is the definition of being gay is having yeah. sex with another man. Yeah, Katie, because we definitely had this discussion, and now I want to hear your opinion too. In in society now, it is kind of weird that there's a double, and I'm not mad at it. A girl, and in my eyes too, but I see it a lot. A girl, which I think is it's it's totally fine if a girl's like, yeah, I'm in a relationship with a guy, but once in a while, you know, like girl, I could see a girl, and mind you, because you guys are fucking beautiful creatures. <clears throat> when it's a guy, and he's like, yeah, listen, I'm in love with her. Once in a while, I want to blow a dude. It's automatically, <laughs> automatically in our regulars, we're like, oh, you're gay. Like when I hear a like when you say that, <clears throat> and you say you're, you're bisexual. I, that's you. That's what I think in my head, 100%. When a guy goes, yeah, you know, I'm bi, I go, no, 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 you're gay, but you have occasional straight flashbacks. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. That's it. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, so relationship-wise with him, and so how many months you guys have We've been, been together a few months <clears throat> now, but he's very supportive, and he's one of my, he's my biggest fan, <clears throat> so um, things are good. That's sick. So, yeah. have, so question, uh, and you don't have to answer if you don't want. Have you guys since, how many months, six months or less? Yes. Six months of love. Has any situation where there's been a girl that's just like, and you like introduce them, are you guys like, oh, talking to, talk to a girl? <laughs> no, no. Not yet. She's like, no. She's like, no. <laughs> that's that's I, tomorrow. If I'm, if I'm with someone, I'm, I'm just with no, that person. No, I respect person. that. So, okay, so transitioning now to the, to the, to the military, when I was in, uh, it was, when I was in the Air Force, it was don't ask, don't tell. 
we knew who was gay and who was weird. And, and mind you, I don't give a shit. I have gay cousins. I, have, you know, what I mean, I, it doesn't bother me. What's the military stance right now? Because I know they're letting. I know. Tra- I know there's some trans and there's having people pay. The military is paying for transitional surgery for people in the military. Is there what? What has changed? Can you be open about it? And then let me know about the transgender situation. Yeah, so when I, uh, my first year was actually Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So that was interesting. And when I, you know, it was foreign to me. You know, I was a college student living my life and then joined ROTC and everything else. And then that first year was Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And <sighs> I didn't understand that. I was like, wait, I can't be my, myself. Yourself, yeah, I got you. Um, and then, like I said, about a year after I joined, it was repealed. And, you know, it's been very accepting, very um, fluid with that. As far as the transgender piece, yes, the military is, um, they push their agenda. Wow. Yep. Um, there, there's a lot of propaganda being released by the military supporting gender in the transition and being, uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I even have a cadet um, that is transitioning mm. and oh, joining really? the military to do that. Oh, that's and, and and that's that's wow, one of the problems I have. Really horrible. Actually. That's one of the problems I have, Katie. Excuse me, because I'm like, if they're taking advantage of the of the system, so okay, I join and just get it, and I'm pretty sure this person could easily get out because I I know the I know the rules. I feel that that's messed up. And like, here's my thing. Yes, we have a shitload of money as as a government, as a military force. But you know how much it would piss me off if we we're in war, and I'm like, give me another magazine, and like, we don't have any more bullets. Like, why not, John? <laughs> Lopped off his crotch. <laughs> Sorry, that money went to a. Tr- I would be so fucking mad. And and then and again, why do you? And I just I just saw what is a woman by Matt Walsh on Daily Wire Plus. Did you see it? Yet? Yep, yep. Very eye opening. And again, this whole movement from a small group. It's insane how much power this group, this little group, has. But then, I, as you know from watching it, the future of the billions, potentially trillions. And transitioning these people. And mind you, Katie, I don't care if you're 30 or you're 40 or you're 50 and you want to get whatever done in your body. Congratulations. Do your thing. When they're indoctrinating these fucking kids in school mm-hmm. to have these surgeries, and it's all about money. I don't give a shit. Patrick uh, talked about this on the podcast where he went to go see you know, his kids' ADD, like how, how I am, mm-hmm. and they automatically, they're like, whoop, medication. medication. You're trying to make money for the pharmaceutical companies. I get it. Demasculin- uh, making men not be men. I couldn't even say the fucking word because I'm about to stutter. Demasculinization. Mm-hmm. Did I get it? it. Wow. Yes. You did Fuck it. you, English teacher. In my <laughs> high school, that said I was not, not going to be shit. But uh, what, what do you feel like they're, they're doing it for and like, are you cool with them doing all this shit um, in the military? Uh, you know, like you said, you know, I, you know, I support, you know, whatever you want to do in your personal life. For me, it's just like I'm there to do a job. I'm there to be a soldier first. Yeah. So if that gets in the way of being a soldier first, then there's an issue. But not it, if not, do what you know. But and don't what? you think it does in the sense that, like, say they're going in there to do the transition, and then when they do all that, there's medication they take, there's upkeep, and, like, that affects your mental, your physical, and I feel like long run it will affect how they protect the country. For sure. Um, I think the bigger issue is, like you said, was is the children. Is, like, the, the you know, children that haven't had a fully developed, you know, brain and hormones everything and, is yeah you know and now they're injecting them and they'll never be the same again yeah and, I, and just like you said in the documentary it was it was one case i'm pretty sure there's hundreds maybe thousands where they were like the kid's 14 and the kid was in school rob and they the father had to go to court they go listen i guess this was in canada they're like your son wants to be a girl he's obviously indoctrinated he's on tiktok he's on all these apps and the father had to go to court the father went to jail because he was going against the kid's wish to transition. Like, what, is, what the hell is going on? And I've said this, this multiple times, Katie. Rome, in the Roman days, when Rome was at its power, like when you watch the movie Gladiator, you see the Colosseum, and you see Caesar, and you see that power. If you went up to somebody in that time and you said, hey, bro, at, at some point, this empire, this dynasty that you guys have, it's going to go to shit, people would laugh in your face. I think America is a modern-day Rome, and these are the, the starting phases of us dipping off the hill. And I hope to God I'm not around when the shit goes down. Because it's not going to be it's not gonna be cool. With, with China and with all the powers that are kind of circling themselves around us, we're still nasty because we have all the nukes. That's Say what you want. I worked at a nuclear missile base. But it's slowly, surely coming 
to where we're going to drop down a hole. Well, the, the fall of Rome was a two-and-a-half-century process, so I think you're good. We're good. <laughs> but, okay. however, we do live in an expediated age, yeah. so it might be quicker. Yeah. I don't disagree. The problem I have when it comes to paying for this stuff with the military's money is that you see so many vets out there that that money could be used for to help them get the medical care, the mental health care, yep. and instead we're paying for, like you said, for John to have his crotch chopped off. Yeah. And again, it's okay if you're an adult and you want to go through that process, but should the military be paying for that, or are there bigger needs that need to be met? Yeah, what do you think, Katie? I definitely agree 100%. Um, that topic is near and dear to my heart. Um, it's something that I believe is a phenomenon that's vastly overlooked. Um, you know, we train the warfighter for 20 years to do one job, and it's usually involving killing or, you know, very aggressive, intense, and then we release them into civilian world, and we expect them to just Hey, good confide. luck. Adapt. Yeah, right. good luck. And Assimilate. And yep. so there's a gap there, and so I'm actually part of the Human Performance I'll, Project. I want you to get, 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 get right into it, Katie. Get, Katie, get right into it and explain to everybody, and we're going to pick, uh, I'm going to put the, the GoFundMe link and everything in the description. Uh, perfect. Go for it. Um, and it was founded by Ryan Birdman, so you can look him up uh, on Instagram. Ryan too. Birdman, like Birdman? Birdman. I love yep. that name. Yep. And, um, and he identified this, and he is creating this extreme sport slash um, you know, figuring out the data that we need to put forward to our, you know, military and first responders so that they can figure out a way to get to baseline. Wow. Um, you know, we see a lot, we do a lot, we train, we do, we're in these situations. Um, and how do we go back to normal? How do we find our true north again after seeing and doing cer certain things? Um, so I'm involved in this project. And so what we're doing come February is him and a group of athletes are doing uh, seven skydives, seven marathons, and seven plunges on seven continents in what? seven days. Wow. <laughs> Holy yo, how <laughs> badass is that? Like, yo, when somebody's like, Katie, what are you doing? You're like, I'm busy. I'm jumping out of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Asia tomorrow. Yeah. And then, yeah. and right then now. Uganda on Saturday. You're like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead, because I, I actually, I'm not on my phone, because uh, because you're, and these are just facts from what I, you, uh, from what you're thinking. And mind you, the human uh, performance project, you're going to run one mile in a bomb suit, seven continents, seven days. The goal of it is to help bend the curve for suicide and improve mental health among veterans and first responders. I, I commend you. You guys are going to raise $100,000, and I, I'm pretty sure you are. I'm going to donate after this. Uh, that will be distributed amongst 13 charities. We're going to have the GoFundMe thing. So, and this is why it matters so much. Uh, suicide rate for veterans is 1.5 times higher than the uh, regular population. Comparing the rate among female veterans to non-veterans, adult women, is 2.5 times higher. On average, 22 veterans commit suicide daily in the United States. Is that insane? 22 soldiers gone, 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 gone. If they're not in the streets suffering every single day, which I see all the time, especially in Los Angeles. But 50% um, higher risk of suicide than every person who has not served. That's insane, man. Yeah. One big, like, Katie, what was the... What was the driving force? What was that moment where you're like, because they reached out to you, but I'm pretty sure you're, you're passionate about it regardless. Yeah, so when I was doing um, the world record, um, I was involved with a Get Headstrong um, company and raising funds for this particular reason. This is something that I have seen personally that, um, you know, I see my soldiers go through it. EUD is just one of those uh, units where it affects us higher. Yeah. Um, our risk uh, when we go out and do on duty is higher. Oh, and so the things that my soldiers have seen, and I see the way it affects them, especially when you come home. And so right there, it was just like, it just, it, you see it every day. It affects, you know, it affects my family. It affects um, the people that I love. And so the more that I can dive into this, spread awareness, and like you said, putting the funding where it should be going and, you know, back into the veterans and investing in them and seeing, like, the, the homeless veterans on the street, you know, because they couldn't figure out a way to get to baseline. Yep. You know, how do they cope with certain things? So that's what the Human Performance Project is all about. Um, and it's very basic things. It's nothing crazy. It's, you know, trying to find outlets, um, religion, um, having... Uh, you know, the space to mentally clear your mind and, you know, how, how do you go about doing that? <clears throat> Nutrition. So very basic things, but... Well, that's, uh, that's so amazing. And you talk about the homeless uh, population. It says here between 11 and 13% of the entire homeless population in the United States 
are veterans. Thirteen mm-hmm. percent of people that are homeless right it's now insane. are people that went and served for our rights yep. to be able to sit here and yep. talk shit. Yep. And then they come back and we go, ah, good luck to you. Yeah. Right. Whereas and when we look at all of these issues, when you look at the school shootings, when you look at like we talked about pushing transgendered agendas on young children and mm-hmm. the transitioning process, all of these come down to mental health and how people can how it's people are afraid to say that they're not okay. We've created this stigma in this country where you're weak and you're a pussy if you need to go and talk to somebody yeah. about your feelings. Yep. But the reality is, look at the shit that you guys have to go through. We sit here and, and we're laughing yeah. about your job going and defusing bombs. Think about that. We're laughing about your job, about going and defusing bombs. But that is a very realistic fucking uh, possibility that you die doing that. And yet we don't provide you with any type of assistance after you get out to go, here's some help. Here's somebody to talk to. We just go, no, you got to figure it out yourself. It's insane. And it's, it's, Rob, amazing freaking point. And mind you, one day you're going to be a veteran yourself. And, you know, God willing, nothing meant. Because think about it. Like you just said, you could go your whole career, Katie, not... Having to deal with something insane, but the mental state of oh my god, it could, could it be there? Could, I it because you you're you're wired a certain way, and once that thing breaks, bro, it's over. And like, dude, that the the, the way that they, they treat veterans, bro, is one of the reasons. Like, you have no idea as a veteran just to try to get medication and like, because I have high blood pressure because of the military, and I tried to get compensated. They're like, nah, no, no, like you have to fight and scratch. For a dollar, when mind you, they're spending and just training bombs, just dropping missiles to test them, are millions and millions of dollars. And it's the most overseen, underlooked, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, one thing I hate about how this country operates, the government operates, is not taking care of the people. That Bro, that's like being in the mafia and you have a hitman that's your, that's your fucking bulldog. Go, go and find. Then he gets hurt. And you're like, ah, next. No, you got to take care of your guy, dude. What really woke me up to that type of thinking yes. was because I'm not in the military, so I, I didn't deal with any of the veteran affairs or what, the, what is going on. It was watching Jon Stewart going on Capitol Hill and fighting for 9-11 first responders <laughs> to get health care. That he had to go and stand in front of Congress, and these motherfuckers were like, no, nah, we don't want to give it to Half of them didn't even show up. Yeah. And John Stewart went off. And yeah. then he started advocating for uh, health care for people with uh, that served with the burn pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. It, like The fact that it takes a guy that was a comedian on The Daily Show to get in front of these people and fight for you guys, whereas... They, there shouldn't be a fight. It should be, well, you guys sacrificed your lives so that these people in suits can sit on Capitol Hill. The least we can do is make sure you're taken care of. Yep, yep. And I think all that, like you said, all that money that's going for all these surgeries. And mind you, I'm going to clarify my point. I'm trans, Do your thing. Change what you want as an adult. Leave the kids alone. What's that Pink Floyd song? Leave them kids yes. alone. <laughs> let them learn and let them become well. Because mind you, a lot of you talk about suicide. A lot of those kids that are having it, dude. The 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 like like, it has to take ten years for us to see the outcome of this shit happen. We haven't had that much time yet, and it's called gender dysphoria. Like you said, it's a mental disorder, and it's like we all have to pretend of what you want to be. That's okay, fine. I'll play the game. But when it's, it comes to a child, it's like, bro, leave. Let them be fucking kids. Yeah, sometimes girls kiss yeah, boys and they, they play around. That's fine. But to take them away from what the hell they're doing. Like the flower, let the flower be like bloom and blossom. Don't cut off the goddamn arms and, you know, the thorns and let it be what it's going to be. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I was, uh, my 12-year-old is in seventh grade and, and he has friends that are, they range in every color and every yeah. aspect of life. But he has gay, he has transgendered friends. And I thought, I go... At 12, I'm 36, and I'm not even committed enough to getting a tattoo. Like, I can't make that dedication. But you're going to let a 12-year-old decide for the rest of their lives, I want to be a girl now. It's okay to feel that way. It is. There's a difference between feeling that way and acting that way. And I think when you get to the right age where you can start processing major life decisions, then yes, we give you the ability to do that. But at 12, we were snorting pixie sticks. (laughs) Literally, we were snorting pixie sticks. I remember. I remember. And now we're going, hey, we're going to give that person the ability to chop their tits off. Yeah. (laughs) So, Katie, Rob, you just triggered my brain to think about the, which I wanted to ask you, the, the trans athlete situation that's happening. Mm. Leah Thomas, all these guys, which I want to make a shirt that just says lazy fuck. Because <laughs> like I saw, especially in that documentary, it's like, bro, you're taking away from these women that have busted their asses. Their parents put them in 
you know, uh, swimming. And yeah. they, dude, think about the, the hurdles, the, the ups and downs, the sacrifice to get to a collegiate tournament, which could probably define the rest of your life for future Olympics and everything. Mm-hmm. And a guy that says he's a girl that didn't take any surgery, nothing, is beating them. What's your, what's your view on that? Yeah, I, I think as a competitive athlete, female, um, if we all don't feel the same way about this as just being angry about it, um, you know, what's going on? Because, you know, you train your whole life, you, you compete, you're, you know, an athlete. And so to go, and as a woman, you know, they make men's sports and women's sports. There's, there are biological differences. Yep. Um, and so for male, you know, and even just for a woman to take testosterone or something, that is, that's even an advantage, you know? So for a male to cross over into a woman's sport, uh, it, it's just kind of a slap in the face. Isn't it? And, no, and, like, and if you even dare open your mouth and be like, hey, wait a minute, oh. there's a penis in the pool. <laughs> like, dude, if I, if I was a father of somebody at the swim meet and Leah Thomas was in there, I'd be like, get he has a dick in the pool. <laughs> this isn't fair. She's trying to get a scholarship. She's got an extra leg. Yes. <laughs> no, it may be cheating. His balls are floating. It's you know, unfair advantage. Is that, am I the only one to drag you out? It's like, you, since you, listen, when words and opinions are stifled because of people's feelings, I am anti-feeling. Because guess what? I think there's a misconception just in life in general that you're going to meet people, Katie, just because, especially this happens in L.A. all the time. You see one way and you have your set political, gender, whatever views. If somebody doesn't think exactly how you think, don't, don't talk to that person. I don't have any dialogue. We're losing the part where we can't have a conversation. conversation. Can we not talk? I want to know your opinion. You do this. I do this. It's kind of this. But then we kind of meet in the middle. And guess what? I'm going to go home. I'm still not going to agree with you 100%, but I'm not going to be in the car like, I hate, I hate her. <laughs> she doesn't think exactly like how I think. Because, yo, like I said, it's not fair. Somebody in the continuum of time, you're messing up somebody's future because that guy that's saying he's a woman is taking away from mm-hmm. the under, from that, that female. Yep, 100%. I, and I think what we do is we listen to a very small segment of a population. Why do they have that right. much control, Rob? I don't know, but it's uh, – listen, you know how many uh, gay and lesbian comedians I've come across and all of them in their acts that I've worked with, I would say 75% of them have a joke about, yes, I'm LGBTQ, but I'm not – the LGBTQ uh, that you read about or that you hear about. Yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't even identify with their yeah. own movement because yep. we're listening. Because so, the smallest percentage of the people that make the most noise is what we pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be, you know, it, look, we're talking about Leah Thomas. It's one uh, female guy, female, whatever, yeah. yeah, lady, yeah. And, and a, or a man in a woman's sport. Yeah. But they, they kowtow to this one. Is of that course. the right term? Kowtow, yeah, 100%. They, they, bend to these people yeah. and it's only a small sample there's, of the population so there's a there's a reason why they're backing in it goes off what we're talking about making men not be men anymore and it's all cool dude there's a movement we might not i mean you don't you don't know everything that's going on like their their agenda but i feel it bro i feel it it's like i'm, I'm gonna transition right now not what you guys are thinking about but <laughs> i'm gonna transition um like with with covid think about when covid first hit Every, I mind you, I was in Los Angeles, Katie. I was in I was in LA, and I'm watching this shit unfold. And I swear to you, with Trump and China and this, and I saw it happening. I saw it happening in my face. I didn't believe anything. I was the guy because I'm not vaccinated. I was in California, mind you. It the pressure was coming from everywhere. You, I couldn't walk into comedy clubs. I couldn't do anything. It's you always have to take a step back. And Adam, Adam Styles, like a guy that he does a, a does a podcast with That's Natalia. He was like, Vinny, follow the money. No matter what the fuck you do in this day and age with the government and people, whatever, just go where the go to where the money goes. And you go, oh shit, that's what it is. Because you know how much money they've made off the off the COVID vaccine it, it, from all the pharmaceutical companies combined. It's over a trillion dollars. That word is almost sounds like an Austin Powers. A million, a billion, gazillion dollars. <laughs> it doesn't even sound real. So, Katie, couple questions. You were in when COVID hit. Yes. Where were you at? So I was actually a company commander. Um, so I was a company commander for two years. Uh, my first year was amazing. Say that, say that, you're perfect. Um, and, you know, 
rock and rolling and you know business was good kind of thing uh, we were training and deploying and everything else um, and then my right around that one year mark COVID hit and where were you at do you remember where you were at um yeah it was just at Fort Campbell um, Kentucky mm -hmm. and things started getting weird so as EOD, not only do we do our job deployed, but we also do our job here in the States. Yeah. So we are first responders here. Um, we'll get calls to respond to bombs and, you know, in the local area or pieces of ordinance. Um, and so when they started coming down and putting all these restrictions on us and not being able to go to work and all these things, my company was the first responders for our area and gotcha. we were active. And so I kind of just looked at my guys and I was like, you know, big boy rules. If you're feeling sick, stay home. If not, we have a job to do. 100%. And um, whether that was right or wrong, we continued as if nothing. Good. Because, I mean, the military, look, like, think about it. The world shut down. The military can't just go, okay, we got to stop. You guys are the fuck. Like you said, front line. You guys mm -hmm. are the first responders. It doesn't yeah. stop. And we operate in very small teams, teams of two. And uh, so you take one of them out and that's the whole team down. So, um, yeah, and, and the rules were weird. It was like if you felt sick, you were automatically out for two weeks. I can't afford to lose an entire team for two weeks. That's nuts. We are so busy, and we're training. We were training up for an Africa mission at the time, and, um, yeah, and, you know, I, got, I was receiving a lot of pressure from hire to get vaccinated. How does that go? Because I know, did they do a blanket? Everybody in the United States military has to, had to get it. Yep. Um, and even before it was mandated, um, mm -hmm. they were pushing in, you know, they were telling, you know, if you don't get vaccinated, you're a bad leader. And how can wow. you be, how can you lead from the front if you're not, you know, showing by example and getting the vaccination? Um, so for a while there, for about nine, six months, um, it was optional until it was mandated. And I would still say that a lot of people did get vaccinated um, because of different types of pressures. Whether they were being rewarded for the vaccination or being reprimanded for it. So, for example, um, we had one company that if you didn't get the vaccination, then you had to be tested every single day. Oh, um, God, with the thing in your yep, nose? Oh, yeah. That and, almost makes somebody be like, that's fine, jab me. Yep. Do it. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Yeah, and so in my company uh, my first sergeant and i uh, were very similar in thinking we didn't we didn't want to get the vaccination and it's your body your choice mm -hmm. right yeah technically so in life that was what i distilled on my soldiers you know if you want to get it good and if not i'm not going to force you it's not mandated right now what was there so so katie was it uh because I, I know you get in trouble in the military there's article 15s there's you know reprimands there's all that what was the what was that i obviously it was going to come out from the president because they're pro you know they are pushing it on everybody mm -hmm. was there was there like a, a like a thing that came down like from from like yep. the, the white house like you guys all have to get it by this date and yep. like were people getting kicked out yep so eventually that did came down come down the mandate happened and my first r and i still didn't get it um, got you and was there like a time like like a mm -hmm. katie you have until and what was that date that they gave you guys now is it get it and get out dishonorably um, so I, at first it was like very, like, if you don't get it by this date, you're getting kicked out and you're getting dishonorable discharge, Jesus no Christ. benefits, no anything. So, no benefits. So what that did was it scared a lot of service members who were first, like, I don't want to get it. Yeah. But when you have threats, you know, to the money, your, yep, your retirement. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people got it. And then there was still a handful of us that were like, no, we're not wow. going to get it. Yeah. Um, you're like, I make bombs, motherfucker. Back up. <laughs> like, okay. yo, by the way, you're standing on something right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm very health conscious. Um, I know everything that, it, you know, I'm being, you know, put into my body. And it was just one of those things that there was so, so little research at the 100%. time. 100%. It was just go, 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 go. Yep. Operation Warp Speed was the thing that Trump put in life. Yep. Now, question though, Katie, did you get, did you get COVID before you got because they made you get it. When's the, when did you get vaxxed? So I got vaccinated about three months ago. Okay, now have you been uh, up on all the 95 booster shots that they've made? <laughs> no, just uh, so actually, um, before, before I was um, contemplating getting it, um, I had actually had adverse reactions to previous vaccinations. So there's a medical. Yes. Got so you. there was actual medical evidence that, hey, I shouldn't get this vaccination. Um, I actually got. Uh, prick tested for all the components yeah. in the vaccination and I had an allergic reaction 
And so when I was at the allergist, um, the nurse came in and she marked it down like a positive reaction to, you know, this. The doctor had come in right, right after her and was like, oh, mm, that's not an allergic reaction. Oh, right. Crossed it off. I still have the paperwork, initialed it and said this should be none. And I was like, well, doc, what do you want me to do about this allergic reaction I'm having? He's like, well, take a Benadryl and rub some cream on it. I was like, so you're prescribing me things for an allergic reaction that I'm not having. So there was a lot, you know, and, you know, I had another doctor. I was, you know, switching doctors, trying to find someone that would be on my side. I uh, had one doctor who actually wrote me a medical exemption for about six months. She signed off on it. We talked about my medical history. Uh, she agreed. Signed off. I went back to her about four or five months into that and being like, hey, I need this renewed. They're coming down on me again to, you know, get vaccinated. And she's like, we just had a meeting and we're not allowed to wow. give anybody wow. uh, yeah, a medical exemption for the vaccination, no matter what. So, so, so did you have COVID at all before? Yep, so I had COVID twice. Uh, it knocked me out for about 24 hours. Before, okay, this is before. Yeah, this so is you before. Have all the, you have all the, because Dr. Fauci even said back in the day, the, the best vaccination is getting COVID. Because you're like, mind you, I got, you know when I got it, Katie? I'm not joking. The day Trump went, Shada, I fucking, I'm not, I swear to God, I cough. Rob, and I felt that my spine, I went, whoa. And I went, oh, shit. I Shida. got Shida. Shida virus. And then I was like, I was done for a day. Mind you, I lived by myself in L.A., no, nobody around me. I sucked it up, took vitamins, and then I was back to normal. So you had it. Mm-hmm. You were out. Yep. And then, so you've had past vaccine Adverse reactions. Mm-hmm. What did so you so, took so oh, not to cut you off. Yeah. So you had so you got the vaccine three months ago. What what has your body been going through since then? Um, I am seeing a cardiologist about once a week now for Cardio- for your heart for my heart. Wow. Um, I'm having heart issues. Um, you know, have they defined what the actual thing is? No, and so. One of when I was getting tested, um, the guy that was doing one of the tests, um, he actually was like he he looked at me and he was like, "Why are you in here?" And I told him I'm having an adverse reaction to the vaccination. And he just kind of dropped his head and he was like, "You have no idea how many people I see walk through my door, young, in shape, shouldn't have any issues for this exact reason." Fuck. And is this something permanent that they're saying? Like, I mean, they they probably don't know don't right know. up. The- Fuck, man. Would you take legal action? Like, would that be something you would consider? Because, I mean, in the sense that, like, because he said something like that, there are many people who may be in your situation and, you know, or is there too it's much of a risk? Or is there no, too much of a risk let, for that to I was take just saying, yeah, you could definitely have a sip of water because I want you yeah. to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's, it's kind of different in the civilian world. Right. Nat, Nat, right now, I could sue you because what you just right. said pissed me off. Or I didn't, you, didn't, you misgendered me. Right. In the military, it's... When you sign off, you're a GI is government issue. And I learned that really fast because in, in Montana, some guys got frostbite because they were assholes. They're out in the mountains. They almost mm-hmm. died. They missed work, and they got destruction of government property. Yeah. Wow. You damaged <laughs> our – my body is yours. And I'm in trouble for not going to work because I fucked myself up. So, yeah, if you get an answer what she said, I'm, 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 I'm baffled that it's, it's – they, they even knew that, you were, that something was wrong with you, and they're still pushing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the decision was was not light for me. Um, it came down to financial reasons. You know, I was financially, I, my dog, <laughs> Mr. Pickles, who's like my Mr. son, Pickles. Mr. Pickles, who is my son, yeah. um, he needed a $10,000 surgery. Oh. And there was, at that point, I, I could only imagine this is how parents feel with their children, but yeah, <laughs> I'm no, not yeah. comparing it, yeah, but yeah. Um, just like. Oh, well, then I got to stay in and I need to keep my paycheck because my paperwork was all the way up. Um, Once I got it, I was still flagged by the Pentagon for not getting it. So my packet had to go all the way up. Because you're Um, a captain. You're an officer. So they're they're not fucking around. Right. And uh, so I was totally fine, you know, like not getting it, getting kicked out, you know, whatever. If I was going to get another than honorable discharge or whatever the case may be. Um, But then it was that financial clinch that they had on me. And it was just like, Mm. okay, I'm going to get it and I'll keep my paycheck. Would you have been able to claim a religious exemption? And no medical, you said no. So I got a wild story on that. Um, I had a student who had literally never received a vaccination because of religious um, beliefs her entire life. Wow. Um, none. And so she has documents dating back to, I believe she was 20 now. 
Where is she? Where is she from? That I mean, America. She, you're getting Jeff. She's not from here, right? Uh, no, she. Yeah, she. Uh, SoFlo, Southern Florida. Really? Yeah. She. She ducked under all the. Yeah, wow. but it, her family is so religious, and you. You can tell. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so I sent her paperwork up because now you're not allowed to commission as an officer. So all my cadets, even though they're not in. They cannot commission as an officer if they don't get the wow, vaccination. That is crazy. Sent her paperwork up, and how they have been dealing with this is they haven't been. It's been sitting on someone's desk, and we haven't heard anything. She actually had to drop. She dropped the program because she wasn't getting, you know, paid or anything else because of it, and zero zero response. This wow. was a year and a half ago. And now isn't it crazy, Kate? That now like the science is coming out now, where they're like, well, all these people are getting jabbed, and like, you're still getting it. You're still spreading it. And like going back to my thing with all the transgender stuff, it's like we don't know what the results are going to be because it hasn't been 10 years or 15 years to do the research of science because right. we haven't lived that long. It hasn't been around that long. You know what I mean? COVID's been two fucking years. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, the, the vaccination um, ended me in the hospital. I was in the hospital for two days. Um, and I remember because, you know, my boss was always, you know, asking if I was going to get it. He, you know, he didn't want to do the paperwork to kick me out, mm -hmm. you know. But so when I got it and I called him from, you know, the hospital, he's like, you're kidding. He's, wow. He couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. I, I, this was the worst I told you so moment I've ever had. Ah. I didn't want to say it, you yeah. know, like, um, but yeah. That's fucking, ugh. And then Mr. Pickles. God Mr. damn it. Mr. Pickles. What, are you, are you, not, just, not to change, not to go off. What, 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 do you love pickles? Or Mr. Was, pickles, yeah. Well, do you love pickles in general? Oh, pickles. Actually, not really. How do you think this Then how do you just randomly go, Mr. Pickles? Okay, so he's my first dog. So if I was going to, like, scream or get mad, or I didn't know how I was going to react with my first dog. I was yeah. like, I need something that I'm going to laugh at every time I Mr. say and kind of diffuse the situation. Yeah, diffuse like a bomb. Yeah. See how she, <laughs> everything is bombs. And no I, well, I had one more thing, Kate, before. We get, Bob, you have, you were, were you going to say something? No, I just I feel bad that people were put in that position. It, can, it seems like we continue to shit on veterans in this country. No, weird. And the military. It's yep. so odd that you guys aren't even like you weren't even able to go. No, this doesn't. This I've never gotten these. I've had rever adverse reactions to these, and they still go. If you don't do it, we're going to kick you out, not pay you. And then when you get a dishonorable discharge. You're not able to go like it's that much harder to get work. Correct? Oh, dude, like yeah, when you try and get a job afterwards, they ask you, "Well, what were you? What was your previous job?" I was in the military, and then right. you go, "What? I was dishonorably discharged." Dishonorably discharged. You're there with the murders, the rapists. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. and you just said That's no. Oh cool. yeah, dishonor. Yeah. Like you have no honor. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, and and you know the worst part of going through all that was like, oh, you're you're not a real leader if you don't do this. And it's like <sighs> that was that was like gut check, you know. Um, but yeah, I think they they moved it up to another than honorable, not much better. But um, okay, yeah. Wow. wow. So so so, Katie, you're in ten years. You're going you're going for the whole gusto. You know, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's in the middle. So you're, yeah, because my brother did. My brother did ten years. And speaking of my brother, he randomly he saw that you're coming here, and my brother goes, Vinny, I know somebody that uh, Nick Avila. Nick Avila he trained you in in something for bombs or something. He oh called him gosh. Smurf. He was in Afghanistan. He was in Afghanistan. Yes, yes. But I guess he trained you went to bomb school, and he yep. was one of the training guys. Told me to say hi, but I was like, oh, she, I go, she's probably met a million people. But um, yeah, kid, I just, I mean, I, 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 I thank you a million times for your service. Like I said, my sister just retired from 25 years. My brother was in for 10. I uh, like the service, what you're doing, what you're doing with uh, the Human Performance Project. That we're gonna put a link in the. Uh, in the description, I think it's, you know, it's amazing. It's, it's, you know, I think there needs to be more people like you, your attitude, your, 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 your energy, your vibe. I, I, I commend you for it. And I, I really hope that the, cause you, what you're thinking about it, you're in, you're serving, you're dealing with what, we, you're, what you're dealing with. You care about the people that already did what you're doing. And this project guys, I want whoever's watching, we're going to put the, the link in the, uh, description donate i'm literally going to donate after this so you guys are going for a hundred thousand for how, how, how much time do we have february uh about a month and a half we've got to be in a little before then so, got yeah. you and then and so it's kicking you're basically kicking it off here yep. but you guys you got you guys have like something like for um for promotion wise to get it out everywhere yes um so we're actually filming the video this weekend so Sick. i'll be able to push that out is it gun, are you wearing the suit oh that's so suits and guns and everything is it is the heart thing 
affecting how you're feeling when you're training and shit? Or are you feeling like... So, it, yeah, it's like a tight shortness of breath fuck. type of thing. Um, but, I, you know, if this is something I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life, like, I got to get over it. Like, I got to learn to train. Yeah. I got to learn to, you are know... They, are they giving you any medication, like blood pressure medication or anything? No, to, no. Oh, you're just... It's just a tightness in your chest. Because mm -hmm. from some of the research that I saw, especially with myocarditis, they're, they're giving it to the young boys as medication. It's kind of helping them out. And again, follow the money. There's going to be medication mm -hmm. for that as well. And that, those companies, I guarantee you, that are selling that, sell the... I'm sure. By the way, we're going to get flagged. People are gonna, <laughs> you know what happens? And even if you try to be slick on Instagram and you put, you say COVID, it's that little thing at the bottom yeah. yep. that goes, hey, just let you know if you want information... Because we got the real information. Oh, and value taming and funny how. That's oh, all guys, guys, this might be the last time you ever see us. Because before the podcast, Katie was talking about aliens and the Pentagon. No, I'm joking. But uh, Katie, thank you so much uh, for being here. Like, my, this is our second time here. But I think this one this one was fucking awesome. Italians, they say fantastic. <laughs> but I really, really appreciate you. And uh, I wish you all the best. And guess what? Going to have you back again. Actually, I might even have you when you come back from... Once this hits 100,000 and you leave and you come back, I want to hear that story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank Pretty you so much for having me. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Love each other. Be safe. We're out. Peace. Yes.